दिस इज ऑल इंडिया रेडियो विस्पर्स ऑफ द विंड ऑल इंडिया रेडियो इन कोलैबोरेशन विद विज्ञान प्रसार प्रेजेंट साइंस सीरियल विस्पर्स ऑफ द विंड बेस्ड ऑन अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड मैनेजिंग क्लाइमेट चेंज एंड ग्लोबल वार्मिंग टूडेज एपिसोड नंबर थर्टी फाइव इज एन इंटरक्टिव प्रोग्राम बेस्ड ऑन लिस्नर्स लेटर्स Hello listeners and welcome to this interactive edition of the science serial Whispers of the Wind. Well, not the best of times to come together to discuss climate change. What with the streets of many parts of Delhi and NCR filled with smog outside creating potential visibility conditions. But anyhow, the beauty of meeting people here in the studio to discuss elements of climate change and other things is a pleasure in itself. gentlemen welcome to the studio thank you thank you we have uh, dr nakul parashar and dr bk tyagi with us before we move on today one has in mind quite a few points on a very interesting event that took place in kolkata and that's the international science festival we'll come to that later we also have uh, quite a few interesting letters sent in by listeners but the first question that strikes me and uh, my listeners may kindly forgive me if i start either sneezing or coughing i almost came to the studio wearing a face mask uh, tyagi ji and uh, parashar ji <laughs> what is happening in the northern part of india uh, i think that's not a new thing with the change of uh, temperature the mercury is going down and also like the carbon emission or the thing is more now hmm. uh, but i think the geography of delhi it has uh, you know something huh. to to be uh, and one for. is so envious of jaipur because this uh, doesn't happen in 250 yeah. kilometers yes, away yes 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 so actually uh, as you know that delhi is always said like it don't have its own uh, 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 climate always and uh, yeah it depend on what is happening in surrounding states so delhi is affected a same thing is here because if you look at the topography of delhi you will find it's like a sink hmm. so anything which is happening is collected here and troubling us so <laughs> i think uh, you cannot say like the delhi people are solely responsible for that but there hmm. are other things which are happening in the surrounding is equally responsible for that but yes uh, as a message is that i think we have to hmm. be careful immediately it's not avoidable and a uh, few day more we have to be with this situation to and bear, uh, bear with it yeah 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 nakul ji you've been to so many places in the world i mean how do you look at this if you keep it in the international perspective have you seen cities like these uh, outside well uh, my chinese experience has had been in uh, hmm. in the years 2013 14 15 16 with i used to uh, work in those areas as well and i've seen much worse conditions mm-hmm. uh, however uh, so there could be similar reasons there could be similar reasons there could be other reasons as well mm-hmm. but uh, somehow i mean it's a repeat of what i had seen so it's a deja vu for me <laughs> and uh, as far as uh, what's happening today as tyagi ji rightly said we are prey to all that happens in and around the city mm-hmm. uh, it's not just that we are responsible for it the mm-hmm. people who live here are responsible for it we try to do all the best that we do mm-hmm. we have a number of schemes that you've heard of mm-hmm. 
yeah. right we have lessening down the vehicles on the road we are trying and to awareness increase and awareness increase and also this year relatively the sound pollution the noise pollution mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. crackers that used to create was uh, relatively lesser mm-hmm. despite this we were all expecting the levels to come down we were ex- we were expecting that we would have a fresh much yeah. breathable air <laughs> this year unfortunately that hasn't happened reasons gallo we have all know about what and where what's happening and i think uh, this is something that unless we get much more alert much more cautious much more receptive to all of this that's happening we're not going to see a much better 2020 of this kind so anyway i guess uh, all of us are affected all of yes. us are feel the heat of what's happening especially children right right and yes. i know i know in my house uh, where i have you know in my place where we i live the sale mm. of room purifiers has mm. increased as, uh, uh, it, it used to be in one room it has yeah. now got a second room yes. third room fourth room yes. and now it's gone much beyond that we have mm. people around what happened with air conditioners once upon a <laughs> time exactly <laughs> exactly that's what is <laughs> happening with the purchase of air purifiers as well i'm sure uh, much is being done in the straw burning area the parali that that's called in uh, local parlance i'm sure uh, work is being done uh, you know counter the after effects of uh, straw burning so one can only hope that we take on a more positive uh, trajectory now in terms of uh, pollution and the entire smog affair that delhi has to i think here with. this burning of the straw itself mm. is giving a challenge to scientists also mm. because mm. Uh, providing a appropriate technology mm. solution mm. is feasible is, is, uh-huh. yeah just now like uh, to which the farmers are habituated is uh, burning that uh, straw in the field mm. uh, it's easy it's economical for them and they are retaining another you know, mineral content in the soil mm. if we provide you know similar solution mm. in a very short time mm. which can be converted then only it will be acceptable otherwise it will be continue to like that so we need a appropriate technology in one, terms of which is on, accepted uh, by the farmers one keeps on reading about you know uh, new contraptions like happy seeding and happy seeding machines and yeah. uh, efforts are being done but possibly i mean and you know it's it feels so bad because you can't entirely blame the farmers also that's one thing which uh, that's why i'm they saying they do it out of yeah, sheer helplessness yeah, yeah. because uh, it's a compulsion for them they have no other alternative viable alternative uh, which is practicable for them hmm. keeping in their working condition and because they have to need to make their farm ready for the next crop hmm. so if you say leave it for uh, like 20 days Mm-hmm. that it will be converted automatically into a manure that's not a feasible solution i think we need to come out with it's something you're absolutely yeah. right it's a biodegradable product it will yes. take its own time mm-hmm. and uh, the time between two crops yes. is a critical factor yes. for a farmer yes. Yes. commercially it's not viable i think yeah. i think it's time when the agricultural scientists all over the place should have it gotten up they should have gotten technologies yes. that would have uh, decomposed the whole thing much faster yes. would have it converted into something and there are byproducts of from these stubbles that yeah. you keep burning could have been taken care of and mm-hmm. there's a lot of commercial value that could have been thought of there is a lot of hard cardboard that we get generated yes. there's a lot of other things that can be made out of it and that's how all of this could be thought about it and there's a huge content there's a huge amount of stubble that gets mm-hmm. out and all that we need is to somehow make it commercially viable uh, the concept 
of uh, converting all this scrap into something practically realizable practically feasible and a commercially viable product is the need of the hour and that should help uh, take care of all these problems it's just not for us it's for those people who burn it yeah. they are the most affected themselves yes, yes. and it's ironical that despite having seen three four seasons of this kind having seen the levels of pollution going higher and higher mm. we've been trying to blame the agricultural side of it rather than finding solutions okay. to it i think it's time scientists technocrats yeah. should have had come forth Very much true. so let's hope the whispers of the wind that come in from Uh, the northern parts of delhi <laughs> whisper better things into our ears than yeah. what is happening right now that's right now coming to uh, the peace the resistance of uh, this particular program uh, i call it so because uh, i personally could not attend it mm mm-hmm. i attended the press conference that preceded uh, in delhi the, in yeah. delhi yeah it was such a grand uh, press conference that one was tempted to be in kolkata for uh, the india international science festival but preoccupations what i now want both of you uh, to do is for people like me or listeners who have not been able to go there we, i want both of you to create pictures of the festival <laughs> and with the answer to my first question at all normally when you talk of events connected with science mm-hmm. you normally say outreach programs or very yeah. formal uh, this has been called a festival mm-hmm. a festival uh, brings in pictures of many more things than just mm-hmm. pure science correct correct so, yeah yeah please tell us more about it science we, as we all say <laughs> and has been normally conceived as a very dry and drab subject and you know we have conferences where scientists come talk go there are people where they come for seminars they deliver lectures the high powerpoint presentations no matter how in you know interesting that they want to make but mm. still the facts are facts and projecting the facts in a way where people can understand is a challenge mm. hence it was important to have a combination of something where mm. people could you know learn understand and get attracted to the facets of science much more nicely much more suavely much more happily mm. and that is only possible when you have a mela kind of a feeling when you have a festival kind of a carnival sort of a feeling so a mix of both was something that the indian international science festival this year had mm. it had 28 events seven venues and had a lot lot of you know things that happened i mean the uh, statistics if we were to start hmm. i hope these 30 minutes won't be enough to Absolutely. Talk, talk about the it. number of events is mind boggling yeah, indeed yeah, yeah. indeed you know indeed. to add on to that uh, what uh, dr parishar has said because uh, uh, science generally you know the stereotype image hmm. we, it was an attempt to break that image that science wonderful, is wonderful. everywhere hmm. science is for everybody Absolutely. and even i'll give an example like uh, there was a art and craft an artisan uh, event was also there where those uh, artisans or artists who mm. has won the president award mm. many of them were invited mm. to display their uh, product uh, and their activities so uh, now if uh, i myself interacted with few of them mm. so i met an artist who made those uh, big idols mm. of wood mm. so then the science which he was explaining was huh. the selection of words. the wood yes the selection of wood you huh. cannot make you know these kind of thing huh. uh, with any wood hmm. so starting and then also the age of that wood 
So that was the science. Hmm. We we call it a folk science, which never came into folk forefront when we do those outreach and all hmm. that. Then we are talking always the big science. Hmm. So using, using jargonized language. Yes, hmm. yes. So this was the whole idea, and in each event, hmm. no doubt that we had those events also where those frontline science or hmm. high science was being discussed. But hmm. as you said. we named it as a mela huh. festival so it was the celebration of science which was for all people <laughs> but my question is did you find ordinary folk also kind of looking at things curiously in their own scientific manner yes yes huh? it was it was <laughs> it was perfect i mean as we said this mm-hmm. was about more than 20000 registered participants would mm-hmm. come and we had a footfall of more than 2 million people so you can jolly oh. well imagine we have people walking on the streets getting attracted to the large mega science mm-hmm. expo that we had and what dr tyagi just spoke about the artisans and the craftsmen that had come with traditional knowledge mm. were the center of attraction they told they created bells mm. you know a person who creates a, uh, an iron smith who works in the villages understands the kind of frequency that he needs to tune for mm. different bells that he has to create and he's never learned physics never learned physics <laughs> never understood this as he rightly said he was talking about the wood the mm. wood to be selected and despite all of this mm. that he has learned from his father his father they learn from his father and i mean generation after generation mm. they have been working on this mm. they have gotten that skill and uh, understanding of choosing what kind of wood mm. and especially you know uh, we normally go by the rings of the you know huh. mark when we cut and understand the uh, age of huh. a tree but for him it wasn't that and yeah. he could estimate and tell you all yeah. of this besides this as i said there were 28 different events and yeah. what dr tyagi rightly said this was a mela this was a kumbh yeah. of a kind where people from all walks of life yeah. the science touches us in every if. moment every place so science and technology both together the facets of these science and technology were made available to every person there was an event which was meant for every person in the society whether it be a woman whether it be a student a college student or whether it's a craftsman hmm. whether it's a startup guy whether it's a farmer we had a event for agricultural farmers as well uh-huh. so we had scientists coming and talking to them we had a lady person who was a national awardee and was one of the progressive farmers as well so there was almost every part every section of society huh. was touched nobody left behind in the society uh-huh. society okay i would like to add one more anecdote uh-huh. what uh, dr parishar is saying because we say science for all mm-hmm. so i need uh, my requirement from science is very specific i may not need what the product which are coming into the market like uh, i am living in a village huh. and my all my animal my total herd go for grazing in the morning okay okay and there's a one animal who always had that so mm-hmm. i need a bell mm-hmm. which produce a particular frequency huh. which is followed by all my herd mm-hmm. so okay. in the evening they are coming back mm-hmm. to the same house so there is no intermingling of those animal of huh. the entire village huh. so this is science and it may not come from a big lab but it huh. is coming from our traditional knowledge system now you can correlate the entire absolutely thing. absolutely yeah. you are absolutely <laughs> creating pictures and i believe besides art and craft and other aspects of science literature also was uh, touched there yeah that was a uh, science literature generally we said uh, science is believed to be very dry subject mm-hmm. and uh, we have only some article or those hardcore research papers mm-hmm. but how when we have to connect science to the people it mm-hmm. has to be in the form of literature Hmm. generally literature and scientific literature are totally different hmm. so 
how with the you know making a scientific concept hmm. understandable in a popular language hmm. not only scientific but in a literary term hmm. using those analogies where a person can correlate can hmm. understand that so it was the like the effort hmm. so where like uh, discussing science with the poetry hmm. with hmm. the drama or whatever the different format hmm. is hmm. Uh, which is again for hmm. common man Hmm. not only among those uh, you can Experts say that yeah or specialized people hmm. even not for a student even if you are not a student or you are not a person from science background you should be able to understand that literature is for you right. and this whole literature festival hmm. was coined a name hmm. and that actually came from dr tyagi ji's team huh. which is called vigyanika vigyanika so yeah. you heard from the horses mouth about <laughs> the vigyanika and besides that now uh, let's come to the purely scientific part of the festival the festival mm-hmm. uh, are there certain salient points quickly which we could uh, you know touch upon and uh, which were different than what happens normally right so there were a number of conferences there were a number mm-hmm. of seminars there were a number of people subject matter experts that came mm-hmm. from different parts of not only from the country but mm-hmm. different parts of the world together mm-hmm. we had people from nepal we had people from maldives bhutan and from neighboring areas as well as from uk mm-hmm. yeah, the european continent as well mm-hmm. uh, there were a lot of deliberations there were a lot of uh, thoughts panelists mm-hmm. spoke about it we had a big huge event called the young scientists conference in which uh, there were new ideas and thoughts and you the maximum yeah. registration registration more than 2000 right that's right that's right and all these participants uh, you know had brought in their posters so there was big rush for registrants who had come with their posters to be posted around so we had more than 1500 posters pasted at the same time being adjudged <laughs> by a senior uh, jury which went around uh, spoke to the young scientists and they were able to present their papers and a number of new thoughts <laughs> came from it similarly uh, amongst these 28 events we had a startup conclave as well <laughs> we had new ideas where people had come forth to talk about new ideas thoughts mm. they had brought their samples they had brought their models uh-huh. we had a students engineering model where we had a more than 100 plus uh-huh. students models engineering models which were at display they were adjusted by various vice chancellors of technological institutes and it was surprising to see that the story actually doesn't end here we had bunch of uh, you know exhibits where 350 exhibitors from different parts of science and technology institutes any pertaining to climate change uh, oh yes okay. yes and and since it's all about our program is about climate change hmm. there we we were able to see a number of new ideas and hmm. thoughts about climate change we had new devices people had come up with hmm. we had a navbharat nirman where one of the problem areas was Uh, climate change and people had brought in samples to show mm-hmm. there was young students who actually won over mm-hmm. people who've been working in this area for long their ideas mm-hmm. were spontaneous new innovative creative and something which were practically realizable mm-hmm. because unless we have everything very theoretical and it's huh. not practically realizable it's meaningless for mm-hmm. us it is very important so i guess this was a complete mela which mm-hmm. talked about and gave all of us mm-hmm. a lot of new thoughts and ideas that emanated from various conferences okay. so we had people from different you know forms of medicine huh. we had people health health, health, health sciences, health sciences. <laughs> we had people from ayush the, mm. who talked about yoga mm-hmm. uh, homeopathy yunani ayurveda and mm. others as well similarly we had surgeons and subject matter experts from the allopathic side mm-hmm. as well so it was a complete i would say yeah. one uh, was touched to see uh, 
I'm relating that to what you said just now. I saw one segment on Divyangs also. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. It was a platform on one side. Hmm. Like this is a very specific target group and Hmm. the entire scientific community were there. It was a realization on their part that they have to do something for them because Hmm. they need so very specific. And also there was a demonstration of Hmm. those uh, technology which are being used by them which have Hmm. improved their efficiency in terms of their uh, output Hmm. and also uh, like giving a message to the society Hmm. that how the technology Hmm. can help because there is still uh, you know there is a in the mind of uh, as a social level Hmm. it is still think that it's an abadha if Mm -hmm. a child is born with some Mm -hmm. disability Mm -hmm. so it was also dispelling this myth that it's not technology can able them and they would be equally efficient like a normal child. Uh, well, we in Whispers of the Wind, we now come to a crucial phase where we actually listen to whispers from our listeners. And one such, through, through their letters and emails, of course. What I have in my hand right now is a wonderful letter from a 58-year-old farmer. Yeah. Uh, his name is Ram Bhagat. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's written to us from Hisar. Hisar, Hisar Haryana. And he has expressed his gratitude to us for creating content which even a person on the street can understand. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, by any standards, that's wonderful compliment. For, indeed, for indeed it is. Indeed thank you, thank you, Rambagaji, for uh, being a part of this program and uh, your input is really very important for us. And uh, I think that was the whole effort we were trying to correlate hmm. the hardcore science so that uh, if what we are communicating in such a way that uh, everybody, because if we don't understand the science of climate change, hmm. I think uh, because it will be affecting all of us. Whether right, right. I am, uh, I know science or not, hmm. but it's going to affect us. That's true. So to be a participant in the majors which has been taken, it is very necessary that if we understand that science, hmm. so our uh, participation will be more meaningful and fruitful. Absolutely. 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 Uh, any more notable letters that we could mention today? Yeah, but there are few names, I think, which uh, hmm. those letters uh, we have received and uh, as a part of our uh, some prize in the sense, I, I I want to now announce that the uh-huh. kit which we have designed mm-hmm. as a part of uh, this program is ready. And okay. uh, I hope within a one month, huh. I think all of our listeners will start getting that. Uh, I mean, the prize winners will start getting those kits. That's great. Uh, this is Ramdas Chandravanshi. Mm-hmm. Let me mention the other name, Ashish. Yeah. Uh, he's a PhD student and... Uh, his subject is agriculture. agriculture. He is from yeah. Delhi only and uh-huh. he is also regularly listening our program. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah. Then there is Aarti Sharma. Mm-hmm. Then Kuldeep Trivedi from Na- all the way from Nalanda. Nalanda, mm-hmm. yeah. Then there is Vibhuti Ranjan. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, this is Arya from Patna. Mm-hmm. And finally, this is Ankur Yadav. From, from Manpuri. 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 Yes, Ankur Uttar is our regular, uh, you know, listener, not only oh, yeah. listener, but he is keep on writing us. Thank you, Ankur. <laughs> yeah. And uh, only, I think, uh, again, uh, I would like to repeat, like many of uh, those, uh, our listener who has sent uh, their answers through mail, hmm. they have not written their postal address. address. So once more requesting yeah. people that whenever you write in to us, it's a pleasure for us. It's, it's, uh, it gives us satisfaction. But we have limitations. Kindly mention your complete details when you write into us. 
we shall wait for more yeah with that gentlemen we conclude this special interactive session of our science serial our mega science serial whispers of the wind oh uh, nakul ji tagi ji it was wonderful having you here yeah. thank, thank you very much thank, thank you. you thank, thank you, you thank you so much whispers of the wind you were listening to the 35th episode of this science serial produced by all india radio in collaboration with vigyan prasar this interactive program was based on listeners letters participant experts were dr nakul parashar director vigyan prasar dr birendra kumar tyagi senior scientist and coordinator of the science serial moderated by manoj mayankar presented by dilip chha and assisted by navin kumar our address is science serial whispers of the wind director vigyan prasar a50 institutional area sector 62 noida 201309 you can also write on our email id radio at vigyanprasar.gov.in please do write or mail us your full name age and profession if associated with science club do let us know the membership of your club if you have any query or question do not hesitate to write to us we will be back again with the next episode of this science serial whispers of the wind same day same time next week till then goodbye